I took a chance. I took a risk and I did this. And what did I have to lose? Nothing. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 172 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Ingrid Dubert is back for round three, still resting and recovering from her first ever bodybuilding competition at the young age of 65. <laughs> she placed first place in the women's master's bikini category and second place in bikini open. If you haven't listened to episode 118 and 160, you might want to check those ones out first because she taught on meal prep, achieving a peak mindset, and the value of having a found family. Ingrid is a retired dentist, angel bikini model, and keynote speaker, already making plans for her next bodybuilding show in the bikini category, so she's going to share her experience at the Open Natural with Coach Mark and myself, and then we'll go over what her reverse diet will look like. Ingrid, Mark, shall we pray? Yep. Sounds good. Mark, would you please read 1 Thessalonians 5.11 for us, pal? Yep, no problem. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. Thanks, man. One of my favorites. All right. Dear God, Master of the Universe, I don't know how I would have made it through the last two weeks coming into the open natural through those injuries had it not been for Coach Mark and Ingrid Dubert. Mark was an encouraging friend like Jonathan was for David and addressed several red flags in my own prep to help me get the job done, this time without sacrificing my time with my family. And Ingrid went through hell and back, losing Diva. These are more than friends. I pray to encourage them as they've been encouraging and have been there for me and that our listeners would take something of value so that they can make just one positive change in their lives from what comes out of our mouths today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> Ingrid, welcome back to the show. Are you like recovered yet? I think I am. Uh, I When I came back to uh, Houston on Sunday the 23rd, I took the day off from everything. and um, But I was back in the gym. So I've been back to the gym at least five times. I was there today. I was there yesterday. I took Tuesday off, but I was there on Monday also. So, and and I was out of town this this past weekend also. So, and since I was driving, I had to drive to and from Dallas. That's a four and a half hour drive. And by the time you're finished with, I'm was finished with that. There is no going to the gym. Walking around, yes. Gym, no. So yeah, I think I'm recovered. I feel that I've got um, 50 weeks left to get myself in shape for the next competition, for the next Open Natural. I want to um, show the judges just exactly what can happen in one year. Uh, they gave me a lot of good feedback. It was all positive, even though some of it wasn't what I wanted to hear, but they did it in such a way that it was, uh, it, wasn't a it wasn't a criticism, it was constructive. And so I took it all to heart. Uh, the training, as you know, is really not an issue for me. It's sticking with the nutrition plan. That is the hardest for me. I think it's hard for everybody. So, um, and the cutting all carbs out for those last, I guess it was like four weeks beforehand or five weeks. That was extremely hard for me. I did it. Although when I say I cheated, I did have like five cherry tomatoes every day. Um, and we talked about other things that had happened too. Um, and it's I'm so looking good. forward to uh, new goals, new goals. What did you learn out of your last prep? Oh, discipline. I mean, I'm a very disciplined person, but the eye has always got to be on the prize. There is no taking a day off. There's none of that. I mean... Uh, and the sad, or I would say the more, the more most difficult thing for me is that there is no one here like in my corner. And that's why Colt and my bikini friends, and I made a really good friend. She lives in Chicago. 
from the um, Angel Competition Bikini people, we encourage one another almost on a daily basis. So uh, sometimes it's not motivation that I need. It's sometimes inspiration and a kick in the ass. You know, get yourself to the gym. Go ahead and do this. Um, you need to do some more cardio, you know, stuff like that. So that's what I learned. Uh, you know, this lifestyle, even though I started in the gym uh, 13 years ago, I never started taking it real seriously until I started paying for someone else's expertise, which was in October of 2019. And I got really, really serious then. So um, I'm one of those people that I want to see val I want to see results for what I'm doing, you know, and there is a lot of perceived value for all of that too. So, um, if you would have said three years ago or three and a half or four years ago, well, you're going to do a comp, you're going to be in a bodybuilding competition. I would have just said, yeah, right. In a pig's eye, that's never going to happen, but it <laughs> did. <laughs> it did. And so, um, now I've kind of gotten bitten by the bug, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't mind doing another one. But stuff, but, stuff. Yeah. But I need to, incorporate what the judges, you know, their uh, critique was, and I'm not ready, maybe by the end of the year, but not, not right now. Mm. Yeah. 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 And what did, what did they actually say to you on the show? Well, the one uh, besides being in better condition, meaning I need more musculature showing. It's not that I don't have it. There's still a little, you know, um, covering of adipose tissue. The best uh, advice that I got from one, the one judge, and you know who I'm talking about, Colt. I forget what his name is right now. He follows me now on uh, Instagram also. Is Lauren, that? Yeah, we're going yes, to be recording. We're, we're going to be recording and revisiting a little bit of this too. Okay. Is that yeah. when I was solo on stage, I was owning it. But when I got on stage with the other competitors, I got lost in the shuffle. I didn't know how to make myself... Uh, look at me, you know, like have the attention on me. I, I, I don't, didn't know how to do that. I still don't know how to do it. It's just that I'm being more bold. I do practice, uh, my posing almost every day. So even though there's nothing for, you know, there's nothing coming up for me to practice for just so that I can be more confident, you know, and have that shine through. One of the positives that they said was that my smile was fabulous. So I'm going to take that to heart. Brilliant, brilliant. And let me ask you a question. That's like what, what every that's like what every single judge that's like what every single judge told told her over and over again. Is, you got the best smile. You got the best smile. And I'm like, yeah, you do have the best smile because we've been practicing it every every single weekend in posing right. class. And what, and if somebody's not smiling, that's not okay. And the, and the reason is because that's how my coach that taught our classes always instructed us. She's like. You guys, no one's putting no one's putting a gun to your head and making you do this show. You want to do this because you love this sport, right? Um, so have fun, enjoy it, and 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 show everybody that you're happy to be here. That's another thing that that I heard or I was told is that in fact, this is the head judge. She says, "I can see that you have a passion for this sport," and this is what I was thinking in my head. I do. So <laughs> it was surprising that that's what came across mm. in in my presentation. So I just have to be more, the spotlight needs to be more on me rather than me giving it away to the other women that are on stage with me. That's what And I, I got to figure that out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you, if you were to go back, say, let's say six or seven months, what what would you change differently? I, I don't think I would change all that much. I would, I'm going to uh, be more focused or I'm going to be more intentional on the posing. Although I think I hit all of the poses. They, she wanted to do quarter turns and the other women and I we were like, what the hell? I mean, we know what a quarter turn is, but <laughs> what the heck? Not a and single we, one of us had ever practiced that. And so yeah, 10 minutes and, and then, before and then we, we tried, got on and then we stage, tried to, we tried to ask I know we were all practicing and, and quarter turns. like, you got 10 minutes to practice. We were like, okay. And so I we know. all just figured it and out And that's together. what we were all doing. <laughs> we were practicing quarter turns, you know, and I just kept on thinking to myself, keep going to the right, keep going to the right. Because, you know, I could 
do the front <laughs> pose is actually the side pose. So I had to practice front, side, and then rear, which is fine. And then the next side, and I kept trying to turn the wrong way. And I kept saying, no, right, right. Keep moving your right foot. So okay. that was a little, um, that was a little disconcerting, but I think that all of us, not just me, but all of us managed that quite well. You know, we didn't have a choice. That's what they wanted. Mm. And I kept looking on all of the videos, you know, because they ran it like an, an OCB, an organization of competitive bodies show. I kept looking at all the posing videos and they didn't have quarter turns. So that's why we didn't practice them. So, yeah. Yep. I would be more intentional with my um, posing and do something, you know, incorporate little quirks or shifts that focuses the attention more on me rather than what the other women are doing on stage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll work I'll, I'll work with you more on that too. We were just talking about that on, on the last carnivore coaches corner is that there's a, when 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 you're competing against someone else with the objective of winning it's different than like what my mentality is was with, with as as a guest poser so as a guest poser my goal is to entertain and to get everybody excited about the rest of the show um and that mentality is not anywhere close to the same thing as the competitive mentality that requires right completely a completely different attitude and it's get the blank off the stage get the blank off the stage what are you doing here this is this is this is my exactly show. and exactly and we need to have maturity around it and, and obviously you can you can get carried away with it which is which was the beautiful thing about this show is like it didn't even feel like a like it was competitive so much as it was a family and something that all of us were doing exactly together. Like, it felt like a team effort you know exactly that's Especially the, with the thing <laughs> That's the thing that I like the most. You know, I've been to three other bodybuilding uh, competitions, not as a competitor, but as a fashion show model. And then we were invited to sit in the audience and, and watch. And it was just kind of cutthroat, especially the NPC one in San Antonio. Oh, my goodness. You know, these these people were just like almost backstabbing one another. That's what I was so thankful for, for this one. I know that it was the inaugural show and it was relatively small, but it was, it didn't even feel that much like a competition. We were all in this, when I say together, we were all kind of feeling our way through it. And so um, it was very supportive. I was quite pleasantly surprised by how supportive everybody was. The, the, you know, the women competitors and, and the male competitors also, you know, how supportive they were of each other and friendly. I mean, they were just very friendly. So it was kind of an intimate uh, competition, so to speak. And for me, it was the perfect introduction into competition. And I think uh, the other women in the show felt the same way, too, because we were all first time competitors. Camarad the camaraderie within the natural federations like INBF, WNBF, and NANBF, and OCB, and really this whole team of judges that is experienced in all of the above, having having it all together made it almost like a super competition in a way, but it was so relaxed in a way because it was open. It wasn't sanctioned under just one federation specifically. Right. It was, it was quite relaxed. It was not rigid. You know, it wasn't like, and you know, we all got together, the, the judge, the head judge called everybody together at the, you know, right before they wanted to start the show and they went over everything. And it was just very, it was very matter of fact, but she was very friendly about it. And so I think a, a lot of our fears were laid to rest. So I am looking forward to, um, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's an NPC show that's in San Antonio coming up next month and i'm just walking in you know as a as a fashion model in that one but i am going to go ahead and uh watch quite carefully you know what's going on there on, on on a personal note i know this is a hard one to talk to talk about but um i dread the thought of losing zion i mean she's she's looking she's licking my feet right this second actually <laughs> um but i i just 
really dread the thought of ever losing her before Jesus comes back because you know me. I personally, I, I think that he's coming back relatively soon, but that's beside the point. What kept you going when you lost Diva? Just a few. Days I didn't away have from a the right. I didn't have a choice, Colt. It's like I made all these arrangements. I didn't want to let anybody down, including myself. You know, so. I lost her on Monday and I got on a plane on Friday. So uh, I had my day scheduled, you know, this is what I was going to do on Monday. This is what I was going to do on Tuesday. And even though it was hard, I mean, really hard, I just had to do it. it, it I didn't have a choice. And so um, I think it really hit me the worst when I came home from the competition because I didn't have to pick her up obviously. And, but she wasn't at home either. So, uh, you know, she was a single dog, meaning that she was 12 when she passed. But, um, for the first three years that I had her, uh, I had other dogs too. So when I got her, I had two other, I had two males. So she made the third and then reggae passed away the following, I mean, almost exactly a year later, but he was 14 in the, the dog died at old age. And then Jazzy died in 2014. So for the last nine years, it's just been the two of us. And I never replaced, you know, never got another dog. It just didn't really occur to me. So, um, and you're right. She was my everything, which sounds, I, I, I think to people who don't have dogs, that sounds ridiculous, but she was my companion. She was my friend. She knew everything. She loved me unconditionally as much as you know and i loved her i mean oh my gosh her loss is i mean i have a diva sized hole in my heart along that goes yeah. along with the other four dogs you know so um i'm just happy that the capacity of the human heart for love is pretty much never ending and i can get another dog but when you get a, an animal mark i tell you what you have to be prepared for the eventuality that they're going to be gone. I know. I know my, my dog, my, my, I've got two dogs and, um, like I bring them, I bring them everywhere with me. Like every time I'm right, home, right. I, always, I always bring them with me, but he's, I think he's nearly, I think he's nearly 14 now. And I've also got another dog, um, Minnie. She, she's a girl and she's, I think she's two years older. She's actually lying beside me here snoring. Um, but I have to try, I have to get her out every day because she's been in the vet now a few times um, and we've been told that she's overweight. So, um, and I've been told that a few people like, why don't you not just bring her home because she can't walk, but I can't do that because she's carrying a lot of weight. So I have to bring her out and walk her. So I have to right, right. Um, and like you, like if I lost them, I'd be, I'd be so upset. Like I'd be really upset because I'd say, I think, I, I think I mentioned this story before, but I'll mention it again. I'm about about four years ago, Minnie Minnie jumped off the chair, and uh, she broke our, our two back legs. And me, me and Linda and my daughter Katie were we were away on holidays, and um, now this this happened before we knew about it. But anyway, Linda Linda said to me two days before we went home because we had we had about a thousand about two thousand euros left to spend, and I said, "Why are you not spending the money?" And she was like, um, "No, I'm going to hold on to it." And I was like, why? She says, I just got a feeling. I just, I just want to hold on to it. And so I said, that's, that's fine. That's fine. The next day, we were told off her mother that the dog had uh, jumped off the chair and her back legs were gone. Broke. Finished. So we went to, we went, we rushed home. We got home. The dog, the vet told us, like, listen, we're going to have to put the dog down or it's going to cost us 1,600 euros to get the, the, the legs fixed. Now, I don't, as I said, for me, I was like, hang on a second now. How did you know? How did you know that you had to save that money? Because we didn't have the money back then. Like, yeah. it was like we were facing literally bringing the dog into the into the vet and putting her down. And it, it would have killed us. It would have killed us big time. But um, no, we had the, the money was there. And ever since then, when the doctors told us, like, or the vet told us, like, listen, she needs to be walked. She needs to be fed properly because she, at the time, she was being fed rubbish and she wasn't getting her walks. And I'm, I'm looking at her now and I'm saying, like, okay, she's quite old. Like, I don't know how old she is in dog years, but she is quite old. Um, and I just, I make sure every single day that I'm going for a walk, no matter if it's 45 minutes to an hour, she's walking with me. 
Um, right. Because even when she's walking up the stairs, like she really, really struggles to walk up the stairs, so I have to carry her. But um, she's really heavy, though. She's really, really heavy for her, for it for her daughter. Like I think she weighs, I think she weighs about maybe about eighty pounds, something like that. So she is quite heavy. She's That's nice. a big dog. Yeah, she's a big dog. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Diva <laughs> weighs thirteen pounds, and then the reason I brought her in is she had lost so much weight and by the time she passed. So when I brought her in in early June, she weighed 10.6. So she'd lost wow. like over three pounds, but I, I don't pictures. even think she weighed 10 pounds when, yeah. when it was all said and done. I didn't have her weighed or anything like that. We, I, they knew why I came in. And so yeah. she, the dog told me, I mean, she let me know, you know, mom, it's time to go because she stopped drinking. Yeah. And I I could not let her go another I you know this happened on Monday morning and I couldn't let her go another night. I I just oh. couldn't. So in in answer to your question Cole, it's been tough, but that's why I'm relying more heavily for support so to speak yeah. from my family and my friends. Yeah. You know, um my I my brother and I talk like at least once a day, if not more often. And um, I got a couple of sisters that my one sister actually calls me. She's the one that we are not the closest. We had to share a room for 14 long, painful years when we were kids. And so that's kind of carried on into our uh, adult life, you know. So it's time for us to get over that. <laughs> it's just time for us to get over that. So, uh, and the good news is, is that all four of them, support my efforts as far as fitness and bodybuilding is concerned. It's, so it's invaluable, good. isn't it? It's, it's absolutely invaluable when you have a small circle like that, isn't it? The support you have. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely invaluable. It is. And so, you know, we talked about that the last time about a found family because my family does not live close. It, you know, the, my brother is the closest one and he's 868 miles away. That's a very long, I can drive that in, 12 and a half to 14 hours wow. or it's a plane ride, you know? So um, we do see one another at least once a year, uh, sometimes even more often, but uh, I rely more on just like interaction, even if it's only for two minutes, people that I know at the gym, you know, Hey, how are you doing? You know, I see that, you know, I saw your latest post, keep on, keep up with the good work, you know, stuff like that. Just a little, boost, so to speak, you know, and I am real uh, generous with my compliments also, because that's what we need. I mean, we need to hear that our efforts are being seen and someone appreciates them besides ourselves, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Therefore, encourage each, th therefore encourage each other and build each other up as mm -hmm. you're already doing. <laughs> First Thessalonians 511. <laughs> right, well, right. So be, you, you, you have you know, have that kind of attitude, you know, where you can encourage others. You know, when we were kids, I'm sure you were taught the same as, as I was. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going to make any disparaging remarks to anybody. You know, if I don't can't say something positive, I'm just not going to say anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Especially if your love language, if, if your love language is words of affirmation. Are you familiar with the five love languages? Absolutely. The five love languages. Yeah. My uh, love languages are um, acts of service and quality time. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Taylor's qual Taylor's quality time too. Mine, mine are words of affirmation, which is probably why being a podcaster for a living is you know, that makes sense. <laughs> right, then, right, right. <laughs> and, and then, and then gifts is, is, is the other one. We figured that out last night. Oh, Taylor, gifts. I did. Yeah. Gifts yeah. is number five for me. You know, I, I mean, I love to receive <laughs> gifts, but it's just not, it's, it's not, it's very low on the list of importance, you know, but, I'd much rather get, spend quality it, time with someone. But you're you're a gift giver though. Get out of here because when you when you I were, do when I were, give gifts, there, first, but I don't. First thing you were thinking was, and and, and, you, and you got those toothbrushes for our kids. They're loving them, by the way. That was really oh sweet. yeah, oh yeah, really yeah yeah. <laughs> I hope that the that the that um Lisa and uh Pat's dogs okay. are eating those dog treats because they're really yeah. good. 
Hadima loved them. <laughs> we, okay, I got I gotta tell you guys a funny on dog treats. So we've got we've got no shortage of dog treats in this house. We've been home, we've been home making them with all with all the extra tallow. Cause I've been eating, oh, I've yeah. been eating ground beef. I, I, I just, I just got off Robert Sykes's podcast yesterday, telling him, telling about the last 110 days now. It's been of ground beef every single day, and that's been like basically 90 percent of all my protein. And I'm, and I, like, I'm, I'm just loving it and feeling better and better. And like, I just don't want to stop. And so, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just still rolling with it. Um, but the all the tallow that we've been saving from the um, from cooking the beef, I've been actually making sure that it has a decent amount of potassium in it with the Celtic sea salt, making sure that it's got a decent amount of sodium in it um, and, and and throwing like little pieces of beef in it here and there. And, uh, and, and, and Zion prefers it over everything. I swear. Like I, like oh. when I get these out, I was just like, Everly and I were just trying to feed her today, today with them. And she, and, and she was like, way more anxious and energetic than than she's than she's ever been before usually she's really good about like waiting for her treats and not getting too excited um and just side note too on you you were you you, you mentioned unconditional love earlier with uh with 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 deep with diva and it's kind of the same thing with her it's like you know she 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 has her moments where yeah she gets really wound up as australian shepherds do and so they can tend to have a reputation of being like an annoying breed but I, I, my, my response to that is always that unconditional love never gets annoying because that's that's what that's what that's what she is. But yeah, she was, uh, but 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 she trips over these things, and so we just we just have like bags. We just like have bags of them. They're bite size, and um, I don't know. I'm probably gonna give them to my cousin because he's got a bunch of hunting dogs that <laughs> he could use them for training. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, I eat a lot of salmon. I love salmon. And so Diva loved the salmon skin. Now I don't know what I'm going to have to throw it out because I won't eat salmon skin. So um, I need to find a dog that, that, that likes to eat all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Come, come circling back to the prep. Oh, and I guess one more thing on that too, as, as, as I wanted to say, um, as, as an encouragement for we've all had pets. We've all lost pets. We've all had that. We've all had that tragic day as a kid. And we always wonder, are we going to ever see our, um, our pets again? And I believe we will. Uh, Psalm 150 verse six says, let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that's an unfulfilled prophecy. And I believe that that is um, an indication that uh, a subtle indication that we will be reunited with our, with our pets someday. If that's something that's important to us. So um, okay. I believe that too. Amen. Yeah. How did how how did your workout performance change when Mark and I pulled out all of your carbs from your diet? <laughs> okay. Well, the good news is is that when you did that, you uh, like the last three weeks, you also told me to go. Um, the The workout program changed. It wasn't as intense because I felt. I did. I felt uh, a distinct like lack of energy the first few days. I would go to the gym and I was exhausted when I would come home. I mean, I was trying to do exactly the same thing that we had done, you know, the same number of reps, the same weights that I was accustomed to using. And um, I'm still at a point where I like to add weights too. Like today I told you, I pulled the entire stack. I felt really good at that, doing that. And I have done it before, but haven't for a while. So yeah, you said um, you were doing yeah. a kneeling lat pull downs. You, you, were, you were doing 190 on pull downs? 195 on kneeling lat pull downs. Yes, sir. And I have that video to prove it too. <laughs> That's a lot. Amazing. That's amazing. I think it is too. This little girl can do that, you know. Actually, right. I don't know how tall are you, Mark? I'm five three. Oh heavens, I'm five foot eight. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I am the shortest person in my family. So so am I. Trust me, so am I. <laughs> oh, good grief! Yeah, but so this girl who's five foot eight can do that. So um, but. Uh, I like to add, even if it's only 
half a pound, you know, half a pound to whatever I'm doing, uh, especially on the cable on the cable machines, because you can you can do it incremental incrementally by half a pound mm. or by two and a half pounds or whatever. So um, I like to still add weights and still get a, a personal record every once in a while here. So but that wasn't a happening when I cut carbs completely because you took the protein powder away from me, which really wasn't a hardship because it's so sweet to me to begin with. I have to cut it with coffee. I got to cut it with ice. I got to do a lot of things just to make it palatable for me. So, I mean, I still haven't put the protein powder back into my diet. So um, yeah, the first three or four or five days, my energy, even though I was eating a lot of meat was not where I was used to it being. And then when I would come home, I was hungry. And the only thing I could eat was meat. And I just felt like I was missing something. So anyway, it was a change. But the good news is, is that y'all made it really clear that this was something short term. It wasn't going to be for forever. And I know that you would love for me to become a carnivore, but this 65 year old body is used to having vegetables and fruit. So yeah. I don't think that's going to ever happen. The good thing that's is very, 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 very fair. Very fair. The good thing about the good thing about it is, Ingrid, you can still get amazing results by adding carbs into your diet. I mean, I've got clients that are similar eggs to you and they've got carbohydrates in their diet and it doesn't it doesn't have any um they don't have to have any negative effects on it. It actually improves their life. And but I'm a big believer in where you actually put the carbohydrates in throughout the day. Like I've always been a massive, massive fan. If you are going to have carbohydrates in your plan, especially around training, you should have them in before because you can pretty much burn them off then when you're in training. And then, Absolutely. The, rest, then the rest of the day, then you back off. So I'm, Absolutely. I, I, I'm not, I'm never going to be anti-carbohydrate ever because I have clients that are on them. Um, and I know that not everybody wants to be like carnivore, like you mentioned. And we can't, we can't be addressing people and saying like the only way you can lose weight, the only way you can get results is by on carnivore, because that's complete rubbish. Just complete rubbish. As I said, it's, it's, unre it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's unrealistic. You can definitely add carbohydrates in, but just but, but for me, for performance, if you want to add carbohydrates in, you can get amazing results adding in pre-working. Hundred percent. There's no doubt. Absolutely. In my mind. I've seen, I've seen amazing tra transformations with people doing that. And I've seen amazing transformations with people having carbohydrates during their workouts also. A little bit of dextrin or something. But then after training, then maybe we might back off a small bit. Um, now, if you're on a carbohydrate diet, then I'm a, I'm a massive believer in having maybe a little bit of uh, carbohydrate maybe after workout, maybe a little bit of fruit, just to spike your insulin a little bit. But not, not too much. I would probably have the majority of my carbohydrates in pre-workout just to get just to fuel you up during the workout. Because some people can adapt very, very easy on carbohydrates before training. I know I can't. If I have carbohydrates before training, I feel groggy. I feel tired. I feel lethargic. I don't yeah, feel good at all. My performance, my performance in the gym won't be good. But I know someone like yourself, you probably will have some carbohydrate and you could have an amazing workout. So it just depends on who you are because everybody's completely different. I um, When I first started all this in October of 2019 with one of your countrymen, by the way, I gave up all refined carbohydrates. I mean, all of them. I didn't eat bread. I didn't eat pancakes. I never liked donuts. So that was not, not a problem. But anything that was processed, I it doesn't even come in my house. It still doesn't even come in my house. If I'm going to have yogurt, I make it, you know. Um, but so I try to eat as little processed food as possible. And that means no um, refined carbohydrates. If I'm going to eat a carbohydrate, it's going to be raw and it's going to be fresh. So yeah. I will I will roast stuff in the oven, you know, like asparagus and stuff like that. But um, the rest of it, no, like all my fruit, I eat that raw. And right now I'm really getting down with the cherries and the watermelon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me feel full and the watermelon just makes me go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it, urinate a lot. So um, 
but it, it makes me feel full and satiated. And I go to the gym then. And when I come back, I just had eggs, right? As I was talking with Colton, you weren't on. So I had made myself some eggs and was eating those. Mm. Yeah. I've become a big fan of vegetables lately too. I, I, I make sure that the cows I eat have, have, have eaten lots of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My sisters, uh, they went in, the four of them went in on a cow and this cow was grass fed. Oh my gosh. That beef is so good. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a real difference between that and what we can buy in what is mass mass um, available in the stores. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The, 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 the difference in me is, is completely different when it's a grass fed uh, animal. Absolutely. 100%. And I think yeah. that the available nutrients, you know, I think a lot of the crap that people eat is so nutritionally vacant. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've done a lot, a lot of research on all of this, you know, a lot of reading. I, I'm not, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm beginning to number one, have a better relationship with food, which is excellent for me. And number two, know what I'm putting in myself and how it's affecting me and how it's, it's um, benefiting me or conversely, how it is negatively affecting me. So um, like I said, I think we eat a lot of nutritionally vacant food and I try to make sure that everything I stick in my mouth actually has a purpose. And mm -hmm. so Cole, you said it the right, you know, you um, mentioned, it earlier that food isn't something to be used as a reward. Food is fuel for our bodies. And if everybody would have that kind of attitude, it'd be so much easier for people to shove their asses away from the table when they were <laughs> full. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> just saying. That's such a good way to say it. Yeah, I think and the good news is, is that by I've been very, very um, when I say strict with myself, I've been really following that plan more than 80, 20, by the way. Uh, not only have I lost a little bit of weight, but things are shifting around and um, I'm getting I'm almost to the point of seeing the six on the six pack. So. All right. <laughs> I know. And, and, I'm and really and happy that about that. And if, if don't get too excited because if you get that six pack, we have to make it go away because you'll get marked. You'll get marked down in the bikini category if you come in too hard. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Wanna, yeah, that's a come. I only do so like do one want, really. Yeah, one really massive back uh, back workout. Not even once a week, like maybe once every three weeks, because. I don't want to get kicked out of the bikini category and have to go to physique because I would not make it in physique. Mm. Not even going to lie to you. <laughs> oh. well, it, it, your, your personality is not physique. Your, your, your personality is no. bikini. That, that's, that's the perfect category for you. So check this out. This, this will, uh, Mark, Mark, this will not surprise you whatsoever <laughs> because we've seen this happen so many times. I just did the math now. I was I, I wasn't even tracking because remember we stopped tracking calories a long time ago. So we don't even know mm -hmm. how many cal calories. We don't even know how many calories any of our clients are consuming, um, and 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 they and they don't know either. And sometimes people aren't okay with that, so they're like doing the math on their own and um, tr and, and trying to figure it out. But um, your macros went from one twenty protein, sixty carbs, sixty fat, down to. Uh, what all I all I did was lowered your protein five grams. This is this is what Mark and I did together on our, mm -hmm. on our um, I think the last podcast actually, mm -hmm. and then we dropped your carbs from sixty to zero, and then we increased your fats from sixty mm -hmm. all the way up to one hundred and fifteen. That resulted in your workouts getting better. It took a few days, but they got better. It resulted in your waist getting way leaner. We, we were able to get past that plateau. So that was mind blowing. Um, overall, and, and, and so, and like I said, I had no, I had, I had no, no clue until just now I just did the math to see what the calories came out to. 
but you went up 150 calories. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But I tell you what, you put cheese back in my diet. I haven't eaten cheese in over three years, and I discovered that I really enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think what Colt says now about calories. I think the whole calories thing now that people are actually listening to this now is pretty much busted. Throw it out the window. It's just after, it's just after it's been proven busted. that doesn't work. You're out, been eating a lot more, and yeah. you're you're leaner than ever. Hey everyone, Coach Taylor Milton here. Welcome to Skull Bells TV, the official YouTube channel of supersetyourlife.com where you're gonna discover a weekly upload of quick and easy to follow workout tutorials featuring Coach Colt, myself, or one of our athletes to keep your workouts fun, practical, and effective. Our family's latest keto carnivore recipes that fuel Colt's competitions and keep myself and our kiddos strong and healthy. Video uploads of the supersetyourlife.com podcast, now over a hundred episodes your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym and much more. Last thing before we get into the video, we're asking a big favor from you. This has been working beautifully. So if you would please think of someone you care about that would benefit from this video, go ahead and smash that like button, click the share button and text this video to them. That would mean the world to us. And while you're at it, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss more exciting content from School Bells TV because our team has lots of meat and lots of muscle coming your way and I promise you won't wanna miss it. When you hit the subscribe button, you'll see a bell icon pop up. You wanna click that too so you're notified every time we release a new video. Thank you so much for the support, it means the world to us. Every like, share, and subscription helps our channel grow and supports our family's hard work. So thank you so much for doing your part too. That's all we ask. God bless you. And please enjoy this video. Exactly. Exactly. So, and while my, while my family was here, I knew that we were going to, you know, I would had foods for them, you know, like I, and as a matter of fact, we had that podcast while they were here. So my um, nutrition plan changed the day before they left. And so, um, but I had been eating, you know, like a piece of potato and I bought sour cream for them and I had some and I was like, well, I hadn't eaten sour cream in over three years either. And I went, wow, I, I really like this, you know, so um, (laughs) I still have it in the house, but I haven't, I don't think I've eaten any in a while. So uh, yeah, but the cheese, oh yeah, please let's leave that in. (laughs) Definitely. So this reverse dieting sort of thing. I'm, pr- I'm um, proud of you. I know that took a lot of faith. It did. It really did. I was like, okay, so they want me to eat all this fat, you, you know? Yeah. And my one of my sisters kept telling me, she is not a bodybuilder. She does a lot of work in the gym. I keep trying to, she's uh, four and a half, no, five and a half years younger than I am. Yeah, five and a half years younger than I am. I keep trying to tell her you could do this too. And, um, but, but she's got some systemic disease that diseases or conditions that make it difficult for her to go consistently. You know, she gets uh, in a lot of pain, so she can't go and she's on steroids and methotrexate and all that sort of stuff. She has rheumatoid arthritis. So, um, she said, fat is not your enemy. And she's she's been saying this to me for the last 15 years. And now I'm kind of believing her that fat isn't my enemy anymore. Just has to be eaten correctly. Yeah, You're right, Mark. It all has to be at the right time during the day for whoever, you know, for, for the athlete. And I think that's the biggest part because I have, I, I've dealt with an awful lot of people with arthritis and... I found that when 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 you look at the diet, it's very very higher. It's very very high in sugar and it's very very high in carbohydrate. And what we need to understand is when your body gets inflamed, you're you're exactly. very very limited to what you can do in the gym because your body's your body's putting you through a pretty much fight or flight modes. Your body's just telling you, listen, I can't do this. Your body's inflamed. It's gonna get. It's gonna. It's gonna explode. And I can't really explain it, but your body, your body's gone through an awful lot of pain. A lot. Of oh pain. yeah. So uh, another one of our sisters was diagnosed. Now this sister is eight years younger than I am. So she's like 57 
and she was diagnosed at age 29 with fibromyalgia and it's just gotten worse from there. She's got Sjogren's, she's got RA, she's got a couple of other things, you know, and so, um, the anti-inflammatory diet is not something that is unknown to me. You know, the re reduction in sugar. Now, Maria is much better at reducing sugar and refined carbohydrates than my sister, Monica, who's the youngest one ever is. So um, she has a lot of IBS too. So it's just, it's, it's a cascade of things. So I feel fortunate that I don't have any of that stuff. The only thing I have is um, I have carpal tunnel of this left thumb. That is it. Yeah, so, I think um, the most important part is like what you mentioned a few minutes ago, when we look at food, we look at food now, it's either going to be fuel or a pleasure kind of pleasure kind of food. Right. People that have these health conditions, it's very, very important because this is what I get across to my clients. I'm like, okay, you've had your time where you've enjoyed your food, you, you, you know what I mean? You went off and you had, you had your pleasure, you enjoyed it for a long, long time, but now it's about taking your health serious. So if I was to say to you, for the rest of your life, do you want to be on medication or do you want to eat this way for the rest of your life? Absolutely. They're always, they're always going to go towards the, the eating the way because nobody wants to be on medication. And when, when you tell people this, they're like, hang on a second. Yeah, he's actually right. I don't want to be on medication. I know right. I'm, addicted. I'm addicted to sugar. I know I'm addicted to carbohydrates. So if I remove the sugar, if I remove the carbohydrate, my body's going to get a little bit better. I'm going to feel better. Now, once your body gets a lot, a little bit better, you're going to want to do more. So you're going to do want to do walks, mm -hmm. maybe go to the gym, maybe uh, build some muscle, maybe do a show. So what happens is your mindset, your mindset switches from this negative part over here where you're in a lot of pain, you're going through a lot of inflammation, to when you come over here where all of that is gone, you feel amazing, you feel twenty years younger. And you're like, okay, well, all I did here was I just removed the sugar and the carbohydrates. And absolutely, when you, at, when you look at these people a year later, like they look probably five years younger. They look amazing. The skin's getting yeah. better. The hair's getting better. You know what I mean? There's no more hair getting pulled out. The, the weight loss is coming down. You know what I mean? They had no more pain. You know what I mean? So when you look at the benefits of what I can actually do for you, you know what I mean? Instead of putting all this food into your body, this is what's causing the problem. This is what's causing the inflammation. This is what's putting you in a lot, a lot of pain. It's got nothing yeah. to do. When people say, okay, but I have this rare condition, but I can never, I can never ever get rid of it. Like I can, I can guarantee you, I've seen it. I've seen it with clients over the years. I pretty much reversed every single condition, health condition out there. And I've done it through keto and carnivore. And I, and I, I never went into them and said, listen, okay, you need to cook carbohydrate. Never. But what I did was I brought it down nice and slowly. So I said, right, okay, let's add carbohydrate in around your workout first. And that's and you'll still get amazing results. But then what'll happen is they'll come back saying to me, Okay, I I'm getting amazing results, but I still have a lot of pain. Okay, that's when I say, Okay, let's limit the carbohydrates and let's see what happens. Just trial it. Right. Do it for about two weeks for me. And then they come back to me and saying, Mark, I feel great. I've no pain. I'm not, and then that's when we need to make a decision. Are you going to keep on looking at food and as a pleasure and you're going to enjoy it? Or are you going to look at food more as, a, as fuel to fuel your body? Absolutely. It's just a mindset thing. So for me, when uh, Colt and I were uh, got together in person uh, in Washington, I let him know straight up. I said, you know, my long-term goal really has nothing to do with bodybuilding. What my long-term goal is, is that I never want to have to take a daily medication. So that was the coolest thing you, you said the entire weekend. You yeah. Look, when, you, when, you, when you said, I am 65 years old and I am proud to say that I am not on any medication. I was like, wow, I'm not. Like, that's, that's, that's pretty remarkable. Good for that's, you. That, that's really is amazing. So, um, and oh, you know, my birthday's uh, in less than four weeks. So, um, yeah, this next fashion show that I'm doing, I am not the oldest model there. There is going to be a woman there. She lives here in Houston. She's kind of the one that introduced me to all of the angel, you know, the, the, the company. She's 71, and she's competed in six shows. Oh, that's, that's incredible. It really is. Yeah, so, and, of course, Renee is like your height. She's maybe five foot one. She's real. I just feel like a beached whale sometimes next to these 
other women. And it has nothing to do with body dysmorphia. It's like, I am so tall, you know, and when I'm around my family, I'm short. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm all confused, you know, about how <laughs> this should go. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, I have it. added some carbohydrate back to my diet, but it's not cookies, Brand, none of that sort of stuff. It's mainly fruit and um, lettuce. I don't even count as a vegetable. It, it's just like filler, you know, but it's things like that, you know, uh, cauliflower, which I dearly love, uh, things like that, but in more limited quantities. How about that? Have you ever, have yeah. you ever done mashed cauliflower? Have I ever done what? mashed cauliflower it's like mashed potatoes oh yes mashed like, cauliflower that's exactly how i eat it it's kind of like oh, cauliflower so al gratin yeah. it's my version of it yeah i love that stuff right on and i was really yeah. i was really proud of you too afterwards like a, a lot a lot of people just kind of turn into um a, a, a bottomless pit and and, and just and just kind of forget all the eating habits that they had and, and it developed coming into a show. And what did you and I do after? Like I, I was strict, just right on my, right on my diet, right back to my macros. Exactly. Um, and I think you, you, you had, you had a, you had a burger and fries. That was it. I had there a burger and fries and the, the bun was a potato bun. I only ate the top and it was good. Mm -hmm. And I did eat the fries, but I didn't eat any, I happen to not like cheese on my hamburgers. I know that's un-American, but I don't. Uh, so, but that's what, that was my cheat meal. I had a hamburger with fries, but a real burger, not a fast food burger. It was delicious. And we, and we split a, and we, and we split a glass oh, of wine. Split and I, four and ounces and it was, of wine. It was, like a, it was like a baby <laughs> glass. And I don't even think we finished it because I, it's just been I so long so since either. either. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. we split uh, a little four ounce glass of wine. You had a sip, I had a couple of sips, and, and you're right. I don't even think we finished it. It wasn't that it was bad. It's just that eh. it was it was good. It was absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's, it's just I, I just I don't don't really care, care for how I feel after I drink alcohol anymore. But no, Mark, neither you, do you, I. You, not you, anymore. You, Mark, you you would have would have loved this burger that I had. It was a a wagyu burger, uh, which is like when they massage the cows to get the to get to get the meat as as tender as it is, and yeah. then, uh, but but I only had them cooking on one side, and they had to like go back and forth. They're like, "Are you sure it's so it's it's okay to be this rare?" And and I, and I was like, "Yeah, like if I got to sign something or whatever, I'm like I'll, I'll go for it." And that was one of the best burgers I've had. It was really good, it was bomb. Cool. And he was so, very carefully eating that slowly, and I could tell that he was super enjoying that food. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just savoring savoring every single bite. People get it. People get annoyed with how with how slow I eat. If I if it's if it's going in my body, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> uh, so I think anyway, I, 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 I think I think we're I think we're more than more than safe right now. Keeping your protein at one fifteen, fats at one fifteen. Okay. And just add carbs in and and, and um, add them in slowly and intuitively, but take it one week at a, at a time. You know, um, you're you're weighing mm -hmm. yourself every day, right? So just just make just make sure that your average doesn't get too doesn't right. get too high too fast. Um, let's 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 ride this out and get and give give you give you some time to refill your muscle bellies. Um, eat 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 lots of food. Keep uh, build up your metabolism through the holidays days which is obviously the hardest time to diet and then kind of around january start thinking about how long prep is going to be i'm guessing it's going to probably be anywhere from four to six months and i'm thinking at that point is when we take the carbs out and go and, and go and go meat based okay and then, I can and then, do and that. then our goal good and then our goal is not to is is not to get first place and second place. Our goal is to get first place and first place. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. I I'm hoping you that it, some, you some of your other athletes uh, will be deciding to do this. But I know that, like Taylor and a couple of others, they're not bikini athletes. So um. 
Yeah, Taylor's a bodybuilder. Milena is gonna be is gonna be bikini. Um, I don't think I have any, but oh no, excuse me. Um, I think that Susie might do figure. We can talk about that off the air too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's, I that's, that's, that's pretty, that's would much, really that's love to have. Great. Yeah, some of your other uh, clients, athletes, uh, join this show. I'm sure that Susie could have done it this year too. I think she's just scared. Yeah, she's got she's got a lot of potential. All of them do. Oh yeah, I'm glad that you saw my potential because God knows I don't. I mean, I think it's because I look at myself every day. You know, I see myself constantly. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I think that this was the perfect show for me. Um, I'm super glad that I did it. I wasn't even scared anymore by the time we got to the venue and, um, it was positive all the way around. I know that it was small, but it was positive all the way around. And I love the feedback and how open everybody was with their comments, you know? So anyway. Yeah, every everybody everybody at these at, at these shows with this kind of um, within within this family, it is a it is a family. All all all, all the judges. I mean, they've done so they've done so many shows together over the years. It's like they they just they're there because they want to give back and they want to see this happen. And they and, mm -hmm. they, and they love Hiro's idea. They they love his vision for what to do with the open open natural. And so um, they just all they they just they just all want to help. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm really, really proud of you. Seriously. Thanks. <laughs> I, I, Thank I know you, Coach. Was, Thank you. I, 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 I know that nine months ago you were just like, how on earth, like really me doing a bodybuilding show and you did it. Absolutely. Not only did you do it, but you're, you're bit by the bug now. So welcome to the club. <laughs> stay, stay angry because you've done it. You've done incredibly well because I, I have a few female girls that I'm always saying to them, like, listen, you look amazing now. You look fantastic. And I'm always saying to them, like, listen, do something now that you'll, you'll probably look back in a few years and say, I'll be proud of myself. I'm, the more I listen to you, the more I'm thinking, like, wow, if, if she could do it, anybody could do it. Absolutely. And my attitude towards this, and Colt knows, because I told him, right, I mean, straight up, I said, I'm in it for the experience. If I come in dead last, I'm going to be happy. And the yeah. reason is, is that I took a chance. I took a risk and I did this. And what did I have to lose? Nothing. Exactly. I had nothing to lose and really nothing to prove either. Because just by getting there, I feel that I proved everything to myself. And that's the only person that you need to prove things to is yourself, not to anybody else. So yeah. I know that for a lot of people, especially younger people, they don't get it. You know, they're still competing against the people next door or, you know, the people next to them in the gym. Whereas for me, even though you see it everywhere, you know, it's only you versus you. It really is only you versus you. You're never going to yep. be like the person that is working out next to you ever. Right. Your body isn't like that. You have you. This yeah. is what you have. And so, like I said, I went into it feeling even if I come in dead last, I don't care. I came here. I put myself out there. And this yeah. is this is what I needed to prove is to myself, not to anybody else. And I didn't want to make myself look bad. And I certainly didn't want to make my coach look bad either. And um, I don't think I did. Love that positivity. Love that positivity. Amazing. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. If you found this helpful, please pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Store review of the week is from Robert Ladd in Sacramento, California. Love that Skull Bells t-shirt. The material and design are great and love the fit. I did an 18-mile bike ride last week, so I rocked it and did some advertising for you. Thanks so much for doing that, Robert. Apple Podcast Review of the Week is from Stephanie, who submitted a review on episode 163 with Robert Ladd himself on his biohacking episode with Colt. Love the law enforcement aspect of health and wellness. Thanks, Stephanie. We figured you would relate. Your ratings and reviews got us to where we're at. If you're not subscribed, please do so so that we can continue to grow the channel and share the knowledge. Thank you so much in advance. Client Spotlight, who else but Ingrid Dubert? 
Follow Ingrid on Instagram if you don't already as she rides this momentum from first and second place at her first show and gets ready for the Open Natural next year. She'll be competing in other fitness-related events and speaking engagements until then. Her Instagram is at Jim underscore Diva one. Follow Coach Mark if you don't already too. He's on Instagram at fitnessbeyondtime01. You can find all of his coaching and one-on-one consultation info there. If you've never booked a consult, you absolutely should. He is amazing. One last thing, if you have not heard about Colton Mark's new podcast with Jonathan Griffiths, it's called Carnivore Coaches Corner. They collaborate weekly to discuss listener questions, frequently asked questions at their one-on-one consults, trending topics related to the carnivore diet and hypertrophy training. If you're a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, you can find them by searching Carnivore Coaches Corner on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Anchor, and Overcast. Thanks, everybody. God bless, and we'll catch you at episode 173.